you needed a team for for every show, for every uh, show and every series. And the and the team for today is not working alone. Just like just like the, just like um, Liverpool. So we're not working alone today. But of course, the guy that we're working with. It's, it's gone already. So it looks like we're going to be working alone. My name is Elijah Adeboali. It's the best show the whole of the universe. It's new system to sports. I have the game with me today. I have Olawale with me. I have Arakukuchi. And of course, I have Shiyi. You guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Good evening, sporting fans around the world. Um, Welcome to the show. Oh, sorry. Good day. My bad, sporting fans around the world. Welcome to the show. Uh, we have a lot to discuss. Like they both said, the team of the show today is not working alone. But some I keep asking myself, the guys at Brooklyn, are they not working alone? Uh, what was really happening in Brooklyn? A lot of drama over there. I, I, I keep asking myself, at what point do they get it wrong? I think Kachi will have a lot to say on the show because of, uh, on this. Welcome once again, li- listeners. All right, perfect, Shay. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to, to today's show. Uh, very sure you had a fantastic weekend, especially the huge bomb dropped by Cristiano Ronaldo over the weekend. Uh, hopefully, it gets to stay at Manchester United. Just speaking as a Manchester United fan. Welcome, everyone. All right, perfect. Uh, Orokuku G. Sports fans, um, let me first uh, take this opportunity to wish uh, both our Canadian and listeners from the United States a very happy uh, National Day celebration. Uh, Hope you guys uh, walked the grill and got a lot of uh, food into your system because you will need all the energy to digest everything we will discuss about NBA. Free agency season is off the charts. And big kudos to Lewis Hamilton, in spite of a very wonky Mercedes um, car, was able to get on the podium in the last two races. All this you will get to hear about. Stay tuned for a good one. All right, perfect. And the man that um, brought about the team, the man not working alone, Alainka. <laughs> Hi, guys. It was a fantastic round of 16 a men's singles match at the Wimbledon uh, tournament. Where to next? Generation players, Janik um, Sina, 20 years of age, and um, Carlos Alcaraz, 19 years of age. They had a wonderful match. And, you know, at the end of the day, Alcaraz, um, Sina prevailed. It's great to be here. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the best show in the world. All right, perfect. Uh, on, on our band radio scope, and of course, on our YouTube channel, Stream us on Spotify and of course on your Apple podcast or any other podcast that you use. We're going to be there uh, showing you the way in the sporting world. Anyways, uh, we're going to be dumping straight. You know where we start from? Usually it's, we start from the basketball world uh, where we have a, a trade request uh, by KD uh, rocking the whole of the universe over the week. And of course, Kyrie doing everything after his trade and signed deal, doing everything possible to drive himself to LA and of course like I told Kachi I said um, the Lakers are throwing away a garbage and the Lakers are going to be taking in a baggage <laughs> that's that's the team and that's that's how, and just, that's how to see it but of course we'll start with KD 
this project was built around KD, gave his word, uh, signed, took off a, a whole year trying to nurse nursing back um, to an elder state. Everything looks good, actually. I brought in Kyrie. Um, James Eddie was convinced one way or the other. James Eddie was not happy with the way Kyrie handled, uh, sorry, the way KD handled Kyrie left for the 76ers. They got another trash or baggage in from the 76ers in the person of uh, Ben Simmons. Everything looks muddy. And of course, off season, Kyrie wants to leave one way or the other. Well, anyhow, anyway, he wanted to leave. And of course, that is potentially in the bag. But what nobody saw coming was the fact that KD will put in a trade request. At least I didn't see that coming. He will put in the trade request. Everybody thought, okay, even if I leave, the team's going to still be built around him. More guys will come in probably and everything will look will look all rosy. Kachi, I'm going to start with you. The Nets are currently working with KD to look for the best options where they will get the best out of this deal. Celtics, uh, the Heat, as of today, the Toronto Raptors, everybody's talking it, talking of the deal. If they could get, if they could get him, if they get, if they get him for the, in the trade in the trade room. Uh, but what inform? What do you think inform KD's decision? to think about leaving this deal on the table with the Nets and potentially um, leaving his dignity as a person because your word is your bound, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are leaving that on the table as well, it says a lot about you as as a person. I know people say don't put emotions, but of course, your word is your bond. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to start with you. If I'm to uh, Thanks, thanks, Debo. Um, I think we should have seen this coming. We probably just never thought it would get to that. Um, I think I believe I personally, and this is my opinion, listeners and viewers, I believe uh what has informed this um is the fact that Kyrie wields a very big influence over Kevin Durant. Uh, as as sad and as impossible as it sounds, um I think over the course of, of this show, we've always talked about how all KD wants to do is to shoot hoops and he doesn't really care what happens with the intangible side of, of basketball. Leadership, accountability, you know, being responsible for actions and decisions. He just wants to be put in a situation where he can play basketball. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kyrie... He's smarter than a whole lot of people think he really is. Has been able, I think he's been able to get into KD's head. And I think he was able to let KD know that even though I opted into my, my trade, because I can't leave 36, 30 million out there, I'm not that stupid. Yeah. My intention is to leave this dump fire called the Brooklyn Nets. And I think that played heavily into KD's decision to ask for a trade. Now, um, how how I see this ultimately is eventually nobody should put KD and LeBron James in the same conversation uh, simply because mentally KD is very, very weak. He's easily swayed. 
a lot of emotions come into his decision making. He really doesn't think beyond the emotion part of business or, or part of a decision. He doesn't think about the business side. He doesn't think about the the reputation side, the legacy side of it. Um, and I think that's what Kyrie and and big credit to him because he's a great puppet master. And I think KD unfortunately becomes his puppet. Now, one thing which that should be said is anybody that gets KD knows they are getting a great deal because he just 100%. signed a four-year deal. If they get him, they know they are getting him for at least three out of those four years. Uh, but to, to answer your question, I think what impacted, what reflects that or what led to that is Kyrie's influence over KD. Wow. Yes, Kyrie is the little brother, but I think Kyrie is smarter. I think Kyrie was able to convince him that I'm not staying. I, there's no way. In fact, the last thing I heard from Wodge was that they both still have plans to play together. They just don't want to do it right in, away in Brooklyn. How that will work, I don't know, because it will take you promising heaven to get Kyrie only. But if you want to get Kyrie and KD, you will promise heaven, you will promise earth, yes. you will give your mother, you will give your mother's younger sister, you will give your younger sister's son, potential son, a way to get two of them. So right now, potentially, I don't see how that will work. But to answer your question, I think what led to it is Kyrie's influence over KD. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, uh, Kachi. I, I know you probably have a better question than I do. So whatever I'm wrong, just correct me, okay? Uh, Balali, I'm going to come to you now. Kyrie wants to move to LA by fire, by force. Either way, what, what whatever way, option. KD on his own side, like like we rightly, like Kachi rightly said, we did not we did not see this coming, but it was a huge it was a huge possibility, right? Where do you think potentially? Where do you think would be the best place? I know we said we talk, we talk, we spoke about this last week, but last week it was still in the embryo. Now the baby has developed a little bit. It's a six month pregnancy right now. Whether we like it or not. <laughs> it's going to be difficult for them to abort the pregnancy right now, but it's still possible. So, potentially, what would be the best place? Lot of talks up, but what would be the best place for KD to move on to? And number two question now, to you is: the okay. number two question is, should KD continue in this fashion, given the 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 weak links or the weak uh, futures that uh, Kachi outlined? Now let me yeah okay let me start from the from the first question about where is the best uh is, is it best fit for KD? Yes, yes. For KD. now okay good. Now for me I think I'd rather want to answer your question from the Brooklyn point of view. I think if I were the Brooklyn Nets, I would not probably decline KD's request, but I'll probably look for the best deal for myself. At this point, there is no deal that the Brooklyn Nets will win from. Like, like, uh, like, uh, like uh, people always say, two teams hardly wins a trade. Hmm. Two teams hardly wins a trade. And not talk of when it now comes to somebody losing a generational talent. There, hmm. is, there is no package that anybody can present for the Brooklyn Nets today that will equal to 
losing the KD, except they are getting another top talent back. So at this point, I think it's a great loss for the Brooklyn Nets, and I think they should do what is best for them. And they have the advantage. They can decide not to trade KD because he still has four years left on his contract, yes, contract. which means the ball is in their course. And if they are going to trade him eventually, they should look for the best deal. They shouldn't listen to KD to like what KD wants. Once. And there are some potential problems even in this trade. Yeah, there are some potential problems in this trade because of what do you call it? Um, uh, ben Simmons being on the uh, Brooklyn roster is on a rookie year contract extension. There are oh. some players that Brooklyn Nets cannot trade for. They say you can't have those two kind of players traded into your team. Your team. There's wow. a uh, Devin Booker that can is on a um, rookie year rookie extension. extension. Uh, yeah, so the uh, uh, unless the Brooklyn Nets trade, what do you call it, Ben Simmons out, and there's a Bamade Bayo too, who is on a rookie year extension too. And if you look at KD's top two requests of teams that he wanted to move to, these two teams are part of it. And if any one of those boys are not part of the what Brooklyn is going to get back, yes. I'm not sure they need to listen to him. He hmm. still has four years left on his contract. The ball is in your court. I'm not sure KD can afford to sit down a whole year. Not at this stage of his career. So, for me, the Brooklyn Nets should take their time look for the best trade for themselves not for KD at this point in time because KD has, has not done anything to help the organization rather he has put them in a very difficult position with his decision to leave now so for me they need to look for the best that will be good for them not for him and where do you and, think that will be? well depending on the package any other team puts forward to them Celtic if the Pelicans are ready to leave uh, Pelicans please the Pelicans if the Pelicans are probably ready to give up with uh, Zion Williamson, they can take Zion Williamson and some other uh, this thing. Or if it is the player uh, of um, New York Clips. To... Or if the Pelicans are ready to let go of Brandon uh, Ingram, Lonzo Ball, CJ McConnell, say, and uh, Lonzo Ball. And the and the Lakers first round draft draft pick. Ball and the, exactly. Or, yes. or either of the two, either Zion Williamson or the other side of the package. That is what I think the Brooklyn Nets should take. Now on the fact that whether uh, KD should continue like this. KD is already thirty three. If I'm am I wrong, Kachi is thirty three going to thirty four. Yeah. So. Uh, something at this stage, I think it is very clear to everybody within the NBA community that KD is a, as much as, as as talented as he is, he is not that guy when it comes to um, uh, what you, when you want to establish a culture for an organization. KD is not that guy. See, basketball is a team sport, but if there is one team sport that has this individuality about it, in terms of your superstar. In football, your superstar might not be the, let me say, the role model. Might not be the most vocal person in your team. You might probably not need it. When Messi was at Barcelona, he's not the emotional leader. He's not part of the most, what would I call it, uh, the most... Uh, the 4-4 four, the four, the four, four leaders. Voice. Yeah, you understand? Voice. We've seen that in most teams, that 
most best players then just want to do their thing because it uh, the team is so big that you could have many other guys to do that. But this is not the same thing in basketball. Your best player is always reflect uh, his actions, his personality reflects on always the team. Exactly, it always reflects on your team. So, I, I think at this stage you can't change KD. He is who he is, and that is why I think on his part it is probably very smart for him to request a trade to Phoenix, where he doesn't need to be. What do you call it? The the, the leader. leader. The organization is very is well set. There's a Chris Paul there who's going to call, uh, who's going to uh, make sure guys do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Miami is the organization is very strong. They are going to focus. The organization will be in charge of what and what people do. Happens. Yeah. can just can just focus on playing basketball. But I think at this stage, the last thing the organization will do is to take KD and Kyrie. And for Kyrie, like you said, you said, uh, uh, bro, LA is, is what do you want? They are they're throwing He's, away their garbage or something. Away, and take, yeah, they were taking away garbage and um and, and taking on a baggage. Taking on the baggage. And, but I, you're actually right. But I, on the part of Kyrie, I think the only person that can control, that, that can manage Kyrie's situation to an it's extent LeBron. now, is LeBron James. That is just... And I think the Brooklyn net on the part of Kyrie doesn't really have much leverage. He only has one year left on his contract. They'll probably take whatever anybody gives to them. But I think they have leverage on the part of KD. And for yeah. KD, it's so obvious that the best place for KD now... Uh, the best place for KD ever was probably the Golden State Warrior that he left. He is not that guy. KD uh, acts like a Twitter warrior. But in real time, because for me, I ex- what I was expecting from KD is to own, is for them to run it at least for this year. Old guys are countable. Talk to Ben Simmons. Talk to Kyrie. Make sure you guys are on the same page. You can't take it. Because this whole decision of me wanting to leave, like Kachi said, is because that my little brother that is the one controlling me was uh, was hurt because the Brooklyn Nets are not offering him the contract extension he desires based on his actions in the past. So, mm. it's a whole mess and I think the brokenness for me should do what is good for them. Alright, perfect. Palaika, uh, I'm just going to ask you one question just before we move on to other things. Why are we not considering KD going back to the Golden State Warriors? Why is why is that not playing? Why is that why is it not in the equation at all? And or going to the Dallas Mavericks? Uh, well, I know you have something to say about it. I'll give you two <laughs> seconds to say something. And I'll give you two no, seconds. After all, after After like, okay. of course. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's so interesting. It's so interesting when there's a when the players an embarrassment of choices or where to go to at such a at such. As such an advanced stage, let me put it like that. At the age of 33, there, there's a lot of controversy about where this talented guy called um, Kevin Durant should end up with. Well, talking about um, Golden State, I'm sure you would not want to go back there because to a large extent, I, he left under acrimonious conditions. And he's a very sensitive guy. And you can always tell from his personality, especially when he's giving interviews. He's, he's, he's someone that 
he, he gets quite emotional at times. And uh, the truth of the matter is, wherever it's going to end, will be where he's going to be made happy. And we are not a lot of pundits. We're not we're not um, taking a certain option into into consideration. Going to LA Clippers. I mean, I've, combining with a Kawhi Leonard is is something that I believe that can work. You understand? Yeah. And for that to happen, that means for George will need to go in the opposite direction. And I, I don't think that will break the bank for the LA Clippers team. And guess what? KD is a winner. And I mean, going to the LA Clippers might give him the opportunity to give the, the Clips their first ever title. I, I, believe, I believe I stand to be corrected. So I, I think Kawhi Leonard, um, Kawhi Leonard, KD combination could turn wonders, although Kawhi might not be the player we knew as of three years ago. Then uh, you spoke about the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Um, KD, yes. KD, KD is going to be the top shot there. He's going to be the head on you. He's going to be the top guy when he gets there. But I don't think he wants to go to such a team that um, they don't potentially... They have uh, the great um, Jovic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, KD-Jovic combination. Yeah. Uh, it could but, work wonders, but I, want, I think... I want, I want to go to Portland. Okay, continue. Portland Trailblazers, there's yeah. Dillian. Yeah. Uh, are, they, are they ready to push um, Dillian um, Lillian? Lillian, uh, Lillian, no. Lillian? Are they ready to push him out? Because right now, he's, he's there today and the future. So I think it will be <laughs> tough. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the now and the future of that team. So I think, I think, um, obviously, Ellie Lakers is going to be out of it. I believe he's going to be out of it. Yeah. For KD, but for Irving, Irving because of his, uh, his past relationship with um, the King James, you know yeah. they were half together. It was, it was, it was, it was riding with with LeBron over the week, through 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 the street of um, Los Angeles. So it, it just goes. They, 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 they came to attend Kevin Love's wedding. Um, okay. the, the old Cleveland Cavaliers uh, team. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although they, they had a slight issue account, but I mean, they made up. And I think Ivan might end up in Lakers, but not Kevin Durant. Kevin okay. Durant will probably go to any other team apart from Lakers. Okay. Warriors All right. And what have you. Perfect. Um, um, Kachi. Uh, I why think why would I put in Golden State Warriors to the equation? Um, the map, the map, Dallas Maverick to the equation as well. Why not um, for, 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 for KD? The reason why the Warriors are not there is because the relation relationship bridge was burnt. Right. Um, KD, like uh, you know, everyone or every single analyst here from Olawale to like has mentioned, is he wears his emotions on his sleeve. Um, and we know right now that the emotion and the whole chatter that is going on now is that the Warriors have been able to win a chip without KD. They did yeah. it before he joined. They've done it after he joined. Mm-hmm. He is too emotional that he cannot swallow the humble pie and come back, especially with all the, the most valuable podcast, most valuable pod, podcast editions of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, so I think because the the, the proverbial, proverbial relationship bridge has been burnt, um, we can definitely rule out the Warriors. Okay. Or secondly, it's because the Warriors right now, they, I think they paid the luxury tax. This last Warriors team 
yeah. that they were the most expensive at one uh-huh, one eighty four point five million dollars, yeah. uh, well above the salary cap. So they cannot accommodate that four year extension for the Mavs, and that's a very interesting take. I, I did not consider the Mavs simply because I thought Jalen Brunson was going to remain, but now that Brunson has moved to the Knicks, um, it's an interesting proposition. I think however, so however. What will make it difficult is we need Nicole, uh, uh, Yoki, uh, Luka Doncic rather, to re, to change his game because he's heavily ball dominant. He needs to become more of a distributor if a KD is going to thrive there. They are both elite shooters. There will be a clash of styles. I think mm. that's probably what, that's probably the only Where thing. The problem and be. I don't know if Jason Kidd can make it work because Jason Kidd, I think it's better than Steve Nash. Don't get me wrong. Steve Nash is not a coach. <laughs> but Jason Kidd is not Popovich. Somebody said something that maybe there's one, and I want to put that out there before I pass it on to Olawale, that there's probably one thing the Brooklyn Nets can do that will make KD stay. It is right now, we know the Spurs are rebuilding because they recently traded their point guard to the Celtics, right? Uh-huh. So they've entered full rebuilding mode. And Greg Popovich is the grandfather of the NBA. He should not, at his age, be going through another rebuilding. Or can't the Nets do everything they can to hmm. bring Popovich, Popovich to, to Brooklyn? To Brooklyn and get the, that one last push. And just I mean, get a last ca- push of established ca- stars. Catching, catching. What, what you just said now, I think it's what Kelvin White. Um, not because not uh the great Popovich team. He said if it was Joe Side, he's going to come right. into the room and say, mm-hmm. What and what do we need to do if for you to remain in this organization? Okay. okay. Uh, which I think, well, like for me, so I think that is for because I think the Brooklyn Net has an advantage here. You can't easily give up for a player that is, is still under contract for four years. Yes. Knowing that you might likely not get what do you call it? Any good return. Because I think all this KD asking for trade is just because his little brother is not happy. <laughs> and yes. little brother would rather want the whole place to be burned than his uh, <laughs> ego. <laughs> to be bruised. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Be bruised. So I think they need to at least for one more time let him realize what and what can we still do? If bringing Greg Popovich will be one of those things, they can actually, yes, I agree with you, they can give him back, but are you really sure Greg is inter- uh, is interested in this kind I of project? Know. I don't know. I'm only saying. Yeah, so, it's only, exactly. it's, only so what, it's only for them to make the proposition and it's a kind of Yeah, okay, they can do that and at least they should try to make it work because All I right. think if it's one year, yeah. after one year, everybody can be going whatever they want to do. But okay. the Brooklyn yeah. Nets, they have the they, 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 they need to make use of the advantage. All right, yes. perfect. Thank you very much, Lali. Um, Shayi, I'm gonna come to you. Moving to the Wimbledon Open straight. Um, last week, we uh, I apologize, we were talking about Serena Williams, uh, as a possible winner for this. No, sorry, not possible winner. We said semi finalist for it, and and like we've seen over and over again. This side of tennis is just not so. It's not something you can put your money on. You can't put your money on anybody. Iga, we thought, would be a potential um, 
finalists. Now everybody's talking about pushing up um, Suleiman Alep to be the champion. We don't even know, you know. What, what, what? what? I don't even know what question to ask, honestly. What is happening with the women? What is happening? What is happening with women? (laughs) Thank you very much. Because I don't understand what to say. You can't even talk about anybody and be like, okay, this one is a banker. Nobody. But to be sincere, uh, I think everybody will still be asking the same question. What is up? happening with women tennis uh, we've seen over the years where you can actually pick like two or three dominant players in the women uh, category but this time around the last maybe like two to three years it has been all over and um, our favorite from australia that decided to to retire actually <laughs> put us in a more in a, in a more because come to think about it she became a dominant force towards the end of last year and uh-huh. everybody was actually looking at her being the you know the the, the queen the of the court yeah. and decided to retire uh we were expecting uh something maybe just something not so bad from serena coming in but obviously we should have uh, thought about that better serena is old at the moment She's she has gone. been out of the court for a long, for a long time. time yeah uh, so that's really for me it wasn't a shock but i didn't expect I that to go out I thought, I, exactly i thought she was going to chance those kids Iga, Iga was you know happened to be the next lady on the block uh-huh. uh, that would be cheering for lost again in the round i think round third yeah, uh, third round, yeah. so yeah. so right now i think uh the female uh category just let us sit down enjoy the good tennis <laughs> and let's hope that the likes of uh, uh radakanu uh, yeah start actually Halep, giving Halep. us what give we us actually some, expect give, just give us some, just give us something we'll be happy with it exactly just that's, give us that's something. the waste that's uh, why Nami Osaka seem to have disappeared Nami is a Nami is a tennis player it is a player one shocking thing for me is, is the fact that the 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 era of the American domination is over in both um, the men and the women's um versions when you look when i was looking at the round of 16 matches for the women played so far i i, I didn't see any america i know one or two american the the, the lady that beat um go yeah, okay. yeah. She's, she's still she's in she's still in the round of 16 i mean and when you look at the men i mean you can i don't think there are more than two or three American. I think they still have to look to look freeze there, right? In the yes. male version. That's that's what I'm saying. They they actually they don't have more than one and two. I can remember years back, maybe 20 years back or, or 15. You'll always you are always guaranteed to have four Americans, even though none of them might end up getting to Ooh, the final. Of course. But you always find at least four of them in, in in the in the round of 16. So things are changing. Other countries are really coming up with um with great players. And um, I, I think for the women's edition this year, we're going to have a, a surprise winner. Okay. Uh, okay. Who do you think the surprise winner will be allowing? I'm going to put the question to you right there and there. I know I'm putting you on a tight spot, but I will just ask you. Oh, my God. Okay. There, there, there's this um, Jabois. She uh-huh. um, owns, owns Jabois. She, she's, 
she's the third seed for this tournament and she's I wouldn't say she has been cruising but she's been showing signs of someone who is ready to clinch our first grand what about, what about Yelena? Yelena, Yelena oh. Yelena would always be a contender any day, any time but um, I, I don't I think this young kid these young ladies I think that they're, they're probably one of they're going to be too strong for her they're going to be too strong for her to handle because okay. I mean they, they're, they're all tenacious I see a lot of tenacity in these young ladies Kids. playing this year's um, Wimbledon so I'm, I'm I'm putting my money on it that we have a new winner we have all a right. new winner Perfect. Um, Kachi, I'm going to jump straight to you. Uh, you know my boy, right? My, my 19-year-old boy. You know, I know you're going to beef me for saying that, but of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm old enough to be his father. Oh, <laughs> um, <For his> grandfather. <laughs> not grand. His father. Uh, he, he actually lost. Um, but but do we still, do you still have hope of the opportunity for, for the young kid? Uh, absolutely. Um, um, and not just me. I mean, uh, I think I, I watched a few, two sets in, in that is the game he lost against Sina. And you could hear even the analysts and the commentators saying, yeah, he can only go up. He can only get better. He, he's, yes, we know that the other guys, the, the biggest champions of this world at his age had already won. I already won a grand, a grand slam. So, and these same people still have a strong chokehold in the men's side of, of, the, of the game. However, you can see big improvements. Uh, we know his strongest suit is the clay court. But for him to, I think this is his first grand slam uh, uh-huh. in Wimbledon. I'm not too sure, but I think yeah, I don't think it is, it is. That and he got to the third round. Um, it can only get better than that. I think Alcaraz is a champion. As a matter of fact, um, one of the commentators was put on the spot to say, how many Grand Slams do they think Alcaraz will eventually win wow, at the end of his career? And he came out to say 20. Wow. So that's wow. how much trust other people who have watched him in close quarters believe, believe he has the potential uh, to. Far, far, and I, I, I sincerely think he does. I might read you now, but it's not because I think it's a far-fetched theory. I think it's the real deal. And in the next year or two, when the, the knees of Nadal cannot hold up anymore, and uh-huh. the knees of Djokovic, Djokovic cannot hold up anymore, be able and to all they do is play, play uh, exhibition uh, te- tennis, Alcaraz will be the one we'll be talking about. All right, perfect. Before we go on to uh, to the UFC, um, Shehi and Olayan, I'm going to come to you for that. Uh, Olale, your brother uh, cannot stop bullying people in the Wimbledon Open. Did in the first round, did in the second round, uh, now <laughs> did it in the third round. Of course, you know, you know, you know your people in in, in the UK. They were so so pained, so uh, so um, so embarrassed. They were embarrassed. And they were so unhappy because the first person that happened to was Anderson, who happens to be their home home the kid. Boy. Yeah, the British boy. But now it was this pass. He eventually won, but in the in the in the name of um fairness and equity, it, it was fine in the long run. Do you think this kind of thing should be acceded to, or there should be a way to cop this guy from bullying people, shouting at them? Just now, the umpires and and behaving as if this kid has not even won 
won Grand Slam in his life. He has atrocious skills. He has ability going, and, and I'm talking about uh, uh, what's his first name? Nick, 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 Just so you know, because I, I, I just mentioned your brother. I'm sorry about that. The, the Australian, the Australian. You know, uh, there should be a way to cope this, because this guy seems. It, it looks like him and Alexander Zverev are the only black child right now in male tennis. Everybody has their own problem. I, I'm not dying, doubting that. But they seem to be the dark, dark child, that problem child, that cause problem every time. You, you need this kind of story now. You need this kind of story uh, in every sport. Everybody cannot be the same. As long as he has not committed any, he has not violated any rules. He violated rules. Of course, uh, people fined. call. Uh, is it not? Is it not today that? Uh, it's, uh, yes, and yes, but it's fine. So what, what else do you guys want? So we should. Everybody we should, will not we be rude like that. Don't worry. Don't do it like that. I know you're I know you're a rude person, Lord Alice. So I'm not surprised. That's why I said it's your brother. <laughs> All right, perfect. Everybody, uh, everybody will not be that good child. All right, perfect. So, so All right. I think it's fine. Let's okay. see. All right, perfect. All right, guys. I'm gonna come to you and Cheyi. I'm gonna come to you guys simultaneously. Um, Israel Soya. As far as I'm concerned, he has not lost any 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 UFC match. For me, I know they say 20, 23, 23 won, but he went up his division to, to go and fight against that bully, and the bully defeated him, you know, uh, by split decision or whatever, you know. But the way he came out, the entrance, the guy entrance, like Undertaker, they said that is the best entrance in the history of EFC. Nigerians, we just like to do it, and when we do it, we do it big. Whether it's fraud, whether it's tech, whether it's sport, Whatever it is that we do, we do it big and we do it well. How proud were you? Like, I'm going to start with you without any chance. And the comfort of Israel, that's why you are winning that match. And you know, and I know it's partly an Australian, but I'll take New it. Zealand. New, New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand boy. I know it's partly the New Zealand, but I'll take him and I'll take him wholeheartedly. How proud were you with, with, with the way he came in? And the aura and 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 the uh the bold moves and the way he finished up the the the, the, the match itself. Well, I can't yeah. start with you, to show you. Yes, yes, that, that that was an entrance that nobody expected. And given the fact that um the Undertaker is one of the best ever wrestlers I've ever seen, because I also watch wrestling. I I was I was inspired when I when when I saw him even carried that um can that yeah, bit, exactly. uh, can, yeah. that um uh-huh. usually carries or used to carry in his early days uh-huh. and he was it was a grand entrance everybody was hot everybody was pumped up he was pumped up everybody expected ufc 276 to be another awesome and exciting uh, um tony and yeah. they did not they they did not fall our hands as they would say i mean the the, the fighters uh-huh. Israel Adesanya came into the fight 22 one at that point in time, and with yeah. the only loss, like you pointed out, being to a heavier guy in in, in a heavier weight, and um, he came with a game plan. He came with a game plan, um, which was to feint jab because he, he, he's quite taller than his opponent. Mm-hmm. He was and he still is taller than his opponent. And um, we we've always known um, Jared Konenia to be a, a, a tank. A punching uh-huh. tank, yeah, and the big one. Israel, the last star bender, knew that what he had to do was 
just keep him at bay use his ring, his ring um is is strong technical and will willingness you know he's a wily person he does not once he sees that you are someone that is superior to him in an aspect he does not stay long in that aspect he refused to allow um um his opponent to actually get into clinches with him and anytime he did he was always blocking all the knees of his opponents with his thighs and he he he, he took advantage of his of his uh, superior height and reach and i saw some kicks that if i've been kicked i'm telling you i would have gone down immediately at this time such a strong guy i think he has dominated the middleweight class the 185 kilo, um, kilogram <laughs> class there's I'm nobody sure. else although before I'm before we started the this call um she mentioned the ferrara guy but well, I, do, i don't think anybody's in the class of adesanya again in the middleweight and right. what is left for him is just to move up to the okay. next okay all, all right all right that, that, that question was not for you like uh, she <laughs> what next for israel adesanya <laughs> oh um okay uh, let, 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 let me just uh also comment about the ring walk of adesanya Uh-huh. Uh, I think that was uh, spectacular. Also, um I think Adesoya being a very stylish person. Uh you 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 such thing you it shouldn't come as a surprise actually because um it was such a a, a a a stylish way, you know, to have a ring walk before your your bout. So kudos to him for that. It was really the talk of the whole internet. Um talking about what what is next for what's next for Adesoya um like I can mention the Pereira but uh he favors the uh decision of Adesoya moving up a weight uh, deci- uh yeah a, a, a division above the middleweight but I would like to say I think If he does that it will always be in his record that he tried to avoid the only person that has beaten him twice. I'll rather advise him to wait for Pereira. The guy already defeated him twice, not just once, even though that was in a kickboxing, kickboxing. bout. Uh-huh. But you will always that we'll back into it. Always follow Adesoya. It's always there uh, because no, uh, whenever they are promoting uh, uh, Alex Pereira at the moment, they mention that that's still the only person that has defeated Israel Adesoya twice, and hmm. I think that's a stain on his record. So I rather he clears that in the middleweight in the, in the MMA once and for all. After that, he can now probably hmm. take the job. I'm take confident job. that he's going to beat. the guy cuz the guy is new in MMA the guy has a record of uh, seven bouts six wins and one losses which mm. also shows that <laughs> this guy is also is not is not going to be a pushover so that's going to actually be like a, a potential money making bout for him and also like a grudge fight for Adesoya we we know that he's bored right now yeah, you uh-huh. cannot see yeah, his bored <laughs> but, but i think that is actually what he's waiting for he needs to cross that he dot that high in the middle weight before he, he, he jumps to the, he jumps to the uh, next light all right perfect thank you very much Shay, for that uh just before we go on a short break uh catchy just a question for you before we go how do we share drake's one million winning 
winning uh winning money. He bet he staked one million dollars. Uh, he won one million dollars off this. He, of this of yes, this he called he called it a light one million dollars. <laughs> uh, but he said something. He said he knows that. Israel Adesanya is uh, a guaranteed return on investment. Wow. So I think because of that confidence, Drake should uh, throw a watch party in Toronto, uh, downtown with Toronto, uh, with the winning money. Not no, they should keep his one million <laughs> and just use the winning money uh, to to just throw a watch party for the for for the six to enjoy. All right. It was great. It was great watching Israel do his thing. I'm also of the opinion that I should move up the weight class, but um, I, I totally agree with Shehi that you don't want that what if to be there to be if there. you are going to be called one of the best pound for pound. You need to cancel all doubts, and if it means fighting Pereira, then let's let's enjoy let, that. Let, let, let's have that. All right, sorry, it'll be tough for him to fight Pereira because Pereira is the 18th ranked, so it might not uh, be profitable. It might not be a profitable fight for the organizers. But let's wait and they, see. They will talk it up. Don't worry. All right, we'll go on a short break right now. When we come back, we'll be jumping into the footballing world where we have so much action. We I don't want to talk about 10 ag, 20 ag today, but we don't have a choice. We we'll start with Frankie Young. Don't go anywhere, guys. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so we look at it. I'm like, okay, one minute, um, fee has been agreed, sixty-five million pounds. Next minute is seventy million pounds. Next minute, there's they don't even have a personal agreement yet. And you're wondering what exactly is wrong with United. I can tell you for free what is wrong with them. I know there are a lot of experts on the seat, but I can still voice my opinion. They spent this. They've been bad spenders over the past couple of years spent over 1 billion pounds on players with no return apart from Europa Cup and I think a Carling Cup, if I'm not mistaken. So I think they are trying to to uh, to weigh their options and spend right. But when you have a gem like 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 Frankie De Young that can actually help you stabilize your midfield uh, with with the exit of Paul Pogba, who left more more doors than settlement before he left Old Trafford, um, you should go for it. That's just my own opinion. You should go for it, even if you want £350,000 every week. Go for it. It's going to improve you one way or the other. But of course, I need to sample your opinion. I don't know where to start from, but I'm going to start with uh, Olali on this one. Olali, Frankie, why is it so difficult to get this, this deal done once and for all? At the point we had 250 million pounds being touted as the as the transfer fund for uh for 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 our homeboy ten and and at, at another point it was 150 now it's 100 million pounds being started for him even, <laughs> even for 65 million pounds in this market that we have today frankie is a steal for 65 million pounds in my own opinion i i quite agree with you uh from that point of view but you know you have to understand uh, the situation at Old Trafford. I think the reason why these transfers, oh, let me say, drags so long and it's becoming boring and uninteresting. By the time you stay hearing the same thing every uh, day after day, exactly. has been agreed. Is the bonus side that needs to be structured? I think a couple of things we need to list a couple of things straight here. Number one, like you rightly said, United have the put themselves in a bad position over the years. 
you could recall there was a year when um, Ed Woodward was having uh, this tele- uh, video conferencing call with the, what do you call it, uh, with the investors. He said, we, are, we can do what a lot of teams can do in the transfer market. We can do what a lot of teams can do in the transfer market, which probably made a lot of teams realize they didn't have the money to spend. And they've spent poorly yeah. uh, in the last few years on a lot of transfers. Yeah. So they are trying to, uh, correct, let me correct, say, correct, correct yeah. that. And probably starting from this transfer is a wrong, uh, this particular one is the wrong place to start because exactly. this is your coach, Marquis Saini. This, this is the guy that will define what his team is going to look like. I'm not saying Frankie the Young will certainly just solve United problem, but Frankie the Young will solve United transition problem, which is a big issue because United don't... Because immediately, I'll tell you something for a fact. If you look at the Nigerian national team of old, a JJ Okocha makes a lot of people better. Hmm. Even when he plays nonsense, his presence on the pitch makes a lot of people better. Yeah. I think that's what Frankie the Young will do. Frankie the Young will make the jobs of people like Bruno Fernandes, uh, even the Rashford, the Sancho, of this uh-huh. even McTominay. Because, he, because United don't have anybody that can transit the ball from the back to the forward. So I think so. I think that it's a challenge. The other challenge is, if not for 10 ad, Frankie the Young is not too really keen on this transfer. We yeah. need to get that one right. Yeah, he doesn't want I to leave. I think the only because he doesn't want to leave. He believes Barcelona is the right club for him. They are going to play in the Champions League. United, uh, what do you call it, project is something that you don't know where he's going to. And from what we've seen over years, uh, a lot of players, have, uh, they've lost value in terms of who they are coming to United and gaining. So the guy has a lot to fear about. And the, the third thing is Barcelona is trying to see how they can get more money from this deal. Hmm. I think they have a lot of things they want to do. They want to sign Rafinha, they want to sign Lewandowski, they want to... <laughs> and they are in big mess. So, Barcelona is trying to encourage other teams. See, I think most importantly Chelsea to come and bid and make the transfer more interesting that even if they are not... Even if eventually it's going to go to United. You'll get the maximum amount. Exactly. Yes. I think uh, at the back of their mind, they are not satisfied with that 65. Uh, because they feel either they are they are selling below its market value. Yeah. They, are, they feel they are selling below its market value. And even if they got that money, it might not be enough for them to still do whatever to prosec- they want to do. Pros- prosecute what they so, want to To, to buy I the dead goods that they want to buy. Uh, so I don't know. It's not looking good on from all points. I think Barcelona will eventually sell. Number one, due to his salary, and the other transfer he wants to do. Unless I think the only miracle here is if uh, the young is what do you call it? Um, uh, is ready to take a massive pay cut. And why they are doing this is because they feel they have enough talent. It's not like. The, because the young is a bad player. Yeah, yeah. But they think they have in, enough talent, talent around that area. Exactly. They have the uh, Gabi, yeah, they, they have the Gabis, the Pedri, and they feel he's a bit dispensable at this point, not because he's a bad player at all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just 100%. Just dispensable at this point. All right, perfect. Thank you very much. Um, I, I was 
I was supposed to go to Salah next, but I'm not going to go to Salah next. Um, Kachi, I'm going to come to you. I'm, I'm going to hold you by the juggler. Um, Rafinha. I said something today. I said, Rafinha, if he goes to Barcelona, he's just going to be another player in Barcelona. Moving to Chelsea, if TT continues with his formation, he will, not get, he will never get the best out of him. And I will quote Lawali, moving to Arsenal, is going to be a direct... Um, in a direct competition with Saka, moving to the right might not help his game as well. But these guys, the only successfully auctioned player in Europe right now. No thanks to Deco agreeing our personal terms with Barcelona in January in January of this year. Uh, now he wants he, they, they 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 admitted or. They, they, the prosecutor asked now, the entire Arsenal, that's the right word, the entire Arsenal towards a bidding for him. Arsenal bidded up until I think 45 million pounds with add-on fee to make it about 55 million pounds. And Chelsea came to steal him, to steal the show with a 65 million pound bid. The player wants to move to Barcelona. He does not want to go to Chelsea. Chelsea has the best offer on the table right now. He has a personal term agreed with Barcelona and he's waiting for Barcelona. And this is where it gets more interesting, Kachi. Barcelona today, I told I told someone that I told I've told anybody that I've told anybody that cares to listen that Barcelona one day, if they are if they are investigated by EFCC or Interpol, everybody will go to jail. They've come up with a 200 million euros that they will get from selling of the additional additional rights. I don't know where they are getting all this money from and where they are getting all these deals from. I've, for a club that can actually rent out their their stadium for weddings, it's 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 it can get it can get lower. But back to Rafinha, and of course Deco. The issue of um etiquette and ethics comes into play. Looks like Deco is he has collected money off this deal, like a gentleman agreement. Quote and unquote is not a fact. Looks like. And now Rafia is hanging the balance. Out of these three clubs, or as a matter of fact, let's move Arsenal from the equation. Arsenal will not be able to match, 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 match Chelsea. As a matter of fact, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Barcelona. Out of these two clubs, which one do you think will be in in strict footballing terms? Which one will be the best for Rafinha? Strict footballing uh, terms. Uh, neither. Um... And sincerely, I say that uh, tongue-in-cheek simply because uh, I do have a very funny story, though. I understand that uh, Barcelona are offering £20 million, four bags of rice, and, uh, and, and, a, PVC, and a PVC to vote Peter will be in the next election. Uh, sorry I said that, but um, I said neither simply because um, in Barcelona, uh, like Olawale rightly said, he will be just one of the guys and will not see regular playing time, uh, which I think someone in his caliber needs, which is something he enjoyed in Leeds that led to this type of this hype. Uh, attention that he currently receives. Um, ultimately, it's been very difficult. I'm not saying impossible, but it's been very difficult for people who do not come through La Masia to gel almost immediately 
when they are transferred. You know, case in point, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Thierry Henry also did not gel the very first year. He had to eat the humble pie and play mostly from the left, even though, yes, it's his preferred position, but it was a sacrifice because he couldn't move to the middle. He had to strictly stay on the left. Uh, so, and that's why I think it will be a challenge in Barcelona. In Chelsea, it will be a challenge because it's not the style of football he's used to play. And, and uh, we saw Hakim Ziyech struggle with it. We saw uh, Thomas Pulisic also, yeah. also Pulisic. struggle. Uh, Christian Pulisic, I said Thomas. Christian Pulisic also struggled simply because the style of play from where they were coming from was worlds apart from what TT played due to the personnel he has. All this may change if TT gets the personnel to play the kind of expansive football we believe we can play because we saw him do it in Dortmund, right? Uh, but as Chelsea is currently constructed, it will be a difficulty for Rafinha to come in and bed in playing the kind of football that endeared us to him in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's why I said neither. But let's also not forget that beyond style of football, players now are thinking more commercial than legacy now. That is why a certain Gareth Bale will sit for three years and make the money he wants to make because legacy really doesn't matter to him. I don't know Rafinha's backstory. I don't know whether I, I was privileged to watch the the biopic on uh, Yanis Antetokounmpo and his family um, over the weekend. And I saw how money could have made Yanis take an entirely different path. Thankfully, he had he was grounded due to the kind of parenting and upbringing he had. I don't have that kind of information about Rafinha. I don't know if the first, if they tell him that, that Olga, uh, Barcelona is only offering two t-shirts and one short maker for you. We don't, they don't have money. <laughs> this is money right in front of you. Uh, he may take it to the detriment of his footballing staff, but in terms of where he would best fit, um, I think none of the two clubs got that. Probably the, the biggest options he currently has are the best fit for him. I may be wrong, but that's my opinion. All right, perfect. Um, Shay, do you agree with Kachi? I, I think he should be at United. Um, I'm wondering if you're flanking um, off front, you're flanking the Rafinha and the Jordi Sancho. Um, either side of Cristiano Ronaldo, it's, it's going to be massive. That's my opinion. I stand to be corrected. <laughs> uh, definitely not at Manchester United. I think. <laughs> I but think United. Because <laughs> they don't have the money. No, no. I'm I not think... talking about in in an ideal world. In, in an, an ideal, ideal world. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. I understand you. But I still think uh, United's uh, uh, wealth of talent in that particular role is quite enough. Mm. I don't see Rafinha doing anything spectacular that the likes of Sancho Rashford, Rashford and okay. probably if we end up getting Anthony would do at that mm. particular uh, point so uh, I, I don't think uh, uh, Rafinha is perfect for, for perfect Manchester in United my, for but United. Um, in response to Kachi I think um, Rafinha would just be better off playing for Barcelona than Chelsea and I just think his, his style of play will suit them better uh, compared to Chelsea. Uh, maybe I'm saying this because of what we saw over and over in the Chelsea team that we saw last uh, season. season. But I still don't think uh, there will be 
fantastic or big difference in what we saw in Chelsea last season and this season. So on that note, I, I think Rafinha just is best suited to what they are going, what is going to uh, bring to the table at Barcelona uh, like compared it. to Cities uh, Chelsea. Thank you, ve- thank you very yeah, much. I, I just want to explain something. Me. Okay, quickly, please. Yeah, I, I think all, all, all fingers are pointing to him going to Chelsea. They've already there's already an agreement in place for 55 million pounds, although Leeds want 60. Meanwhile, Barcelona they don't have that money. Again, the terms of the agreement that Barcelona is presenting is that the, if they if they buy Rafinha, they will be paying in installments. Meanwhile, Chelsea are ready to pay to pay a substantial percentage up front. Then <laughs> finally, looking at the formation, so obviously, yeah. <laughs> I don't think going to Barcelona, he's going to go to Chelsea. And looking at the formation again, you know Chelsea just bought Sterling. So I think Thomas... They've not bought Sterling. Where did they buy Sterling? They've not bought Sterling now. It, yeah. it is not confirmed. It's yet. not confirmed. It's okay. speculation. Let us assume that he goes to Chelsea. I think Tuchel is looking at, at um, focusing more on wing play. By the time he buys um, Rafina, put him on the on the on the right, buys um, Sterling, Sterling, put him on the left. So he want he probably wants to have alternatives to the diamond formation that mm. Chelsea has always been known for. So All for right. me, if he's gonna go, he's gonna go to Chelsea. Okay. All right, all right, you want to ask something? No, I'm just looking at these old transfer with uh, Barcelona, uh these Barcelona, I'm, I'm just... What's, what's Barcelona United's problem, please? Somebody should help those two teams out. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, ambitious. Which is ambitious? This is not ambitious. Barcelona just accept the fact that they don't have money. They don't have money. The squad they have at hand is not even that bad. Exactly. You, so, you, you want to go and buy Lewandowski to discard who? Is it Abu Mayang? Because I think this, this, this old Lewandowski talk is, is a bit of disrespect to Abu Mayang. In my own this thing, I, I, this should ne- this should uh, never be part of this should even not raise any conversation. You have problem, maximize what you have on ground. Barcelona has been linked with only God knows for their they are doing transfer like fantasy Premier League in their Olale, 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 uh, Lewi has um already well, built his own coffin. He's just left for him to nail it, and um that leads me exactly. to the next. That leads me to the next question I'm going to ask you. Lewi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo come out, came out over the over the course of the week to say he doesn't want to play to, with United again. And I'm wondering, <laughs> yo, you're, 20, you're 37 years old. You come with your baggage in terms of your in terms of your uh, weekly wage. Nobody's going to pay that that amount for a 37 year old, except except for United. Right now, except for United, nobody's going to pay yes. you that kind of money. Honestly, whatever, you, honestly. whatever you can, whatever you think you can bring to the table, I, I'll rather go buy Lewandowski. Lewandowski can even play; he can play as a ten. So why would I mm-hmm. go for? Why would I go for Cristiano Ronaldo? And the same same goes for Lewi. Lewi is insisting on going to Barcelona. That does not have the money to pay for him. And even if they do, they don't even have the money to pay for his wages. And I don't know. Help me make it. Help, help me make it. But, but okay, but I will start from you as a literature student. You call this a taste of two words. Two, <laughs> two, is it because in two cities? <laughs> a tale of two cities because those, the two cities are very. 
<laughs> you see, the it two cases are very similar. It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't all. make any that, they are sense. Similar. I think I think Cristiano Ronaldo need a bit a bit of. Let me start from Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, reality check. Uh, like like I said like I said doing the uh, production call. I think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo making what do you um, everything about this transfer request is about him. On the part of United, I think it's an in, in, it's an indictment on their old transfer plan that for Cristiano Ronaldo to be fair to him. If I, I think if he was very madly, as if he was very, let me say, desperate to leave United, I think we'll have gotten this in at the end of May when the season, uh, when we uh, ended yeah. the last season. But for him to have waited to this point, I think it was probably looking to be fair to him. What what I what think United? He, will I, 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 what we United? I'm sure if United had made some couple of big statement in the transfer market. I'm sure probably Ronaldo could have probably okay say okay it's not bad for me to add an Europa League to my title so 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 so, so. because for him for who Cristiano Ronaldo is everything is about at the end of my career even if people feel I'm not as talented as Messi I think Cristiano Ronaldo wants to have the, one of the best career ever of any footballer so any title any goals is going to count for him at this stage that is one side but on the other side is this if he wants to play in the Champions League I just can't through the most likeliest thing to win the Champions League I, or, it, it, as much as not dis, I, I don't want to dis, uh, discount the fact that Prada Madrid has moved away from the Galactical era but I think they have gotten a better a, a, a smarter way of doing their thing I'm not sure Madrid is going for a Cristiano Ronaldo at this stage of his career I think it's your, I think it's your, no, nobody will go for it. I'm not maybe, sure. Maybe Napoli. Maybe Napoli. I'm not sure Milan. I'm not sure Man City at this stage. No. They have. They I'm have not Milan. sure. I'm not sure Liverpool at this stage. No way. They have no probably. We don't probably, Chelsea. probably Chelsea. Probably Chelsea. That is the only team that looks very uncertain when it comes to their number nine. Because as it stands now. The only recognized number nine who I'm not really com- I'm not really convinced Chelsea wants to go a whole season with him as their number nine is Kai Havertz. So, yeah. and I think it's going to cause more trouble for that kind of team too, because is Titi will Titi be ready to play Ronaldo week in week out? So, for what is expecting as a player, and from what is going, I I don't know whether I can get that kind of ex- uh, that desire from any of these top teams. For Lewandowski, I think he, he, he got it wrong completely. Some people said he was he feel disrespected for uh, uh, for the fact that Bayern were romancing publicly with Alan some couple of years back. So 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 and so. Fine. But exactly. But this Barcelona, it is clear to everybody that this team has financial issues. You don't have to come out like that because even if Bayern are ready to sell you they they won't just want to sell you for free for Barcelona Barcelona still have to pay and if eventually Barcelona doesn't buy him how do you want to as in one some part of his what do you call it of his legacy or the way the fans in Munich perceive him because the only other option for him outside that is for him to his Chelsea 
Yeah. I think Chelsea looks as the only option. So for I'll both go, of I'll them, go back I think I'll go back to Dortmund. I think for both of them, Chelsea is the only way out for both of them <laughs> because eventually, I think Barcelona will not be will not put forward a reasonable bid. Barcelona Bayern already. Olaale. 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 Allow him to run his contract out. Olaale. Barcelona already said the maximum they will go for him is 42.5 million pounds. Uh, euros. I don't know where Barcelona is going to get that money from, anyways. But they said that. And I, 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 I want they don't realize is Bayern are not that desperate to sell. To they sell, can exactly. afford to allow him to run down his contract. His contract yeah. So for me, I think for two of them, it's not a smart, not the smartest move, but their only way out for both of them is Chelsea. So, one might end up becoming a loser in this whole uh, drama. The, the whole drama. All right, perfect. Thank you very much, uh, Balali. Balali, uh, I'm going to come to you now. Salah signing on, sign on the dotted line. Highest play player in the issue of Liverpool. He deserves it, 100%. But I'm thinking of something. Uh, he had one year left on his contract, just like um, Sedo Mane. And... Um, this kind of treatment was not melted out to to money as well. Why 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 do we have that kind of situation? I I, I believe I believe it had to do it was a matter of numbers. Um, the the, the front three Salah, money and um, Firmino, the regular front three. You know the the three of them then they they are thirty years old and they were in their last year of their contract, and chances were that. You know, the major two players have always been Mane and Salah. And chances were that if one asks for an improved contract and they break the salary structure of of of, 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 of the team or of the club, chances mm-hmm. are that they will have to do the same thing for the other player. For the other we saw honestly we, we a lot of us saw that coming, but we just could not voice it out because of the uncertainty surrounding it at that time. And I mean the moment I, the moment Mane left, I knew that Child, um, Salah was going to stay, and um, FSG they were going to break the bank in order to retain Salah. It's then apart from that, uh, apart from that, he's on four hundred thousand pounds now. Mm-hmm. It's it's the highest ever. Almost, I think it's um, the second highest person is DVD Van Dijk on two two twenty two 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 um, two twenty I believe. Okay. Anyway. Now it, again, it goes beyond. It goes beyond the the the, 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 the footballing um, attitude of Salah. I mean, when you look at when you read articles about how he has transformed um, the Liverpool culture, he's seen as a very very inspirational person, even off the field. You know, his charitable contributions are second to none. Is even his attitude when he scores. A lot of fans jokingly. They, they, they sing it at the Liverpool Stadium that if he continues to score like that, they will become Muslims. <laughs> they see, yes, they see that he's such he's such a. Um... So, they see him as a source of inspiration, both off the field and on the field. And for a player that came in 2017. He hit the ground running. The ne- the, the, he came in for like um, 37 million pounds. He became the highest goal scorer in the in the Premiership the following season. 32 goals. I mean, he deserves to be 
given such an amount. No disrespect to Manny, but I knew that he had to be either one of them. They could not have afforded to pay the two of them the amount. All right, perfect. Um, just before we round up, uh, we have a whole lot more. Uh, probably, but but this is a very silent one before we 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 discard we discard it. And Kachi, I'm going to start with you. Enlarge or that we know less. Who do you think is going to eat the ground running more, especially for Lawali that's that is the ultimate FPL football uh, player last season? It got lucky anyways. <laughs> but Kachi, I'm going to start with you. Nunes or Alan? Uh, we had this discussion pre-production. It was, in fact, if I was um, with my laptop, I probably would have recorded it for the behind the scene. Uh, it was really, uh, I enjoyed the analysis and the takes from a live can and shade. Uh, but I also have a take and it, I, I see it two ways, right? Um, if it's going to be goals and goals only, I believe and in Holland would be uh, would be at the end of one season would be regarded as a success, at least or a more successful return than Darwin Nunes, simply because even without a proven striker, we know City creates the most chances based on the type of football they play. They play. And Alan doesn't need to fit into your staff. He just needs to be at the end of all the chances they create uh-huh. and he will get the goals. Uh, but I also wanted to mention that Alan wasn't really signed simply because he was someone that would fit into his style of play. He was signed as uh, it was. I felt it was a knee-jerk um, reaction to we don't want Barcelona, uh, we don't want PSG or Real Madrid to have this guy. Then let us get him. It was really a case of we don't want this guy to be in the hands of our other 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 opponents. Uh-huh. But conservative or conversely, um, I believe that when Nunes' signing was more out of proper Liverpool famous scouting. scouting. They scouted, they scouted, they scouted, uh, and they knew he was going to fit into what Klopp believes in, in terms of his football philosophy. We've seen attackers come middle of the season twice, I believe, Diego Jota and Luis Diaz, and they fit in like a, like a club to the hand. And I believe Based on that, in terms of philosophy, Nunes will fit in better. Um, he's going to fit into that uh, front three. I saw him play in, in, in Uruguay, and one of the cons that Olaika had was that it looked to be a static nine and not a fluid forward player. But I saw him play in Uruguay, and he was very fluid, not remaining he's in not, one he's side. It's not, not static anyways. It's, it's not static, exactly. So if it's in terms of goals return, in, at the end of one season, I, I believe it will be Alan. But if it's in terms of philosophy, fitting into the style of play almost immediately, I sincerely believe it will be Nunes. Um, it now, it's make of it what you think. If uh, the end result is goals, goals, goals for you, or okay. if you are still um, impressed by the aesthetics the, of the end, The end result for me will be goals, 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 because that's, that's what was going to give me the points <laughs> in FPL. Uh, Malali, your think? Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I've been trying to look at this. Um, Kachi said something about scouting. I could be wrong, but I don't know how much of his scouting has actually was actually as was done. Actually done him through was done to sign Nunes, because probably I think uh, that side. I think they, they both both teams met 
something something i just feel like i'm not it's not like i'm not convinced about him but i just don't think uh it, there are a lot of questions around that yes i think it's going to complement salah in time of the goals since there is no money now and if you look at diaz diaz style of play diaz will not is, is that I, I think it's a bit still raw when it comes to scoring of goals Mm-hmm. I don't think Diaz will give you the kind of numbers. Uh, Manuel, 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 not, not, so, yeah, so, but I think there, there are lots of questions around the playing time for Nunes. I'm not sure with Jota still in the mix. Um, we should not forget that Firmino is still in that team. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think, he, uh, I don't know whether he's going to eat the ground running. Whether Jürgen Club is going to ease him into this World gradually, so but for Alan, I think Alan's case is a bit very straightforward and specific. He's going to eat the number nine position, position, uh, yeah, first yeah, hand. straight, uh-huh. first hand. And if those if, if those city midfielders play to their best, it's going to score a lot of goals. I just feel that Alan uh, was not probably signed for them to win the league titles because we've seen uh, Man City <laughs> winning those two league titles without a recognized striker. I uh-huh. think the reason why Ireland was probably signed is because of those... You know, there are some games it becomes very obvious that... You need a, you need a number you are not nine. Winning this, exactly. You are not winning this game without a number nine. And it might not cost you the league, but those kind of games cost you the Champions League. Yeah, I call, Because I call one game is... Because one game is enough for you to be out of the Champions League. Of course, of course. Typical example would be the game against Chelsea, I think, two seasons ago in the final. Exactly, in the final. So, I think balancing it, looking at a bit of... Because Alan's role is more uh, specific and, let me say, it's more defined and we know how... You know, it is going to go straight into the starting lineup. I think it's going to be immediately, probably within the first year, it's going to be the biggest success. Subsequent years, probably I don't know, but at least this upcoming season is going to be an island show. All right, perfect. All right, guy, your take before I go to Shane and we'll run okay. out the show. Okay, first of all, for me, both, both guys are t- they are tall dudes. Um, Alan is 6'4, Nunes is um, 6'2. So hopefully, we're going to see a lot of better from them. <laughs> so these guys are not tall. They are tall. They are not tall at all. They are not six four. They are not tall. Uh, so they, 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 they are not basketballers. They are not basketballers. They are tall. They are too tall for soccer. I'm saying they are not tall. And for soccer, that's what I meant. Go ahead, For me, two key issues. Two key issues. The price tag, and the price tag is going to be a major issue. Alan is coming in for four million pounds. That, that's that's a that's a modest fee by all standards. Nunes is coming in at 85 million. A lot is going to be expected from him. A lot of it is going to be on the coach and him as well. No then, this guy in every... <laughs> the, the more important is we know we know we know Alan's pedigree. He's been scoring goals for two, three seasons. Uh-huh. Nunes, Nunes has to prove that he's not a one-season wonder. Because before mm-hmm. last season, we only scored 13 goals in the previous season. So he has to prove to the whole world that he's not a one-season wonder. And I think he might struggle at first. Alan, like Wale put it, is going to slot into the um, My City lineup whenever he's needed. 
they might want to start with a new structure. Let's start with the natural number nine. So they might play him at first. He's, le- he's less under pressure. He's going to deliver. We know his pedigree. Nunes, we hope that he delivers. But he has to put that. He's not a one-single wonder. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much. Shehi, what about you? Yeah. Uh, uh, for my own uh, aspect, I, I think I think Alan will hit the ground running uh, faster than Danones. Uh, Alan seemed to also be a player made for the Premier League. If you look at his physique, his pace, his uh, ability to score in and out of the box, he looks like someone that will also terrorize the uh, the English defenders. I mean, the, the the natural English defenders. You know the way they are tall, bigger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we recall what uh, uh, the Chelsea striker mentioned when he joined. Uh, seeing the, the, the defenders in the EPL alone is for yeah. you to know that this is a different ball game. Different I don't game. think, yeah, don't think Alan is going to, 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 to be, you know, to be bothered by that. He has the pace, he has the power, he has the skill. So I think for me, he's much more of a Premier League striker. Uh, Nunes, uh, Olawale just said something that I've not even put into consideration. Nunes will still have to fight for his uh, slot in that Liverpool uh, team. And also, I think him coming into the Premier League, it might still need a little bit of some weeks or months to fit in, to Super get cool. into his groove. Uh, with, with, with all that being said, I think Haaland will just be the man to to, to, to kickstart the season. Okay. So, so you guys, so you guys are saying I should buy Haaland than than Nunes in my exactly. Exactly. Okay. When you look at the prices, I mean, I'll, I, 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 I won't put my money Labor. on someone who the prices are close. I won't put my Unless money. You want to? You want us to relegate you from our FPL? This, <laughs> you know. I, I won't put that amount on someone that has not scored, <laughs> that has not scored twenty goals in three seasons. I won't put my money on such a person. That amount is a All right. All right. I trust club's judgment. All right. Trust per- club's judgment. Per- perfect. I trust club's judgment as well. Um, there was analysis um of um club and um. Uh, Pep, I'm not comparing them. I don't need guys. Op- I don't need your opinion about this. I just want to put it out. Uh, what I saw, and I'm like, okay. Um, uh, Klopp went from a relegated uh, men's being back to the bully uh, 13 position. Went to Dortmund with a low budget to win two, two, two leagues, and um, win. Uh, of course, gets to the Champions League final as well. Came to a Liverpool or sixth position or seventh position. In, in with their corner drums and took them to this winning position where they become an elite club back uh compared to the, the schoolboy that has all the money i'm not saying he should not have all the money but they were you selling to, to, to uh, for us or what is to, all to this different now? i'm i'm just telling you what i saw i, I was just buttressing what 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 like what like i said i said i don't need to open up you want us to vote for club or what no. is this you want us to vote for it's him going to, it's going to as be. the best manager of all time I wonder. <laughs> All right, perfect. I'm pretty sure you guys will take club at your club in that in an ad beat. So I don't know. Ah, yes, so yeah, he rejected us. He, he said uh, what we well, what we tabled in front of him looks like a child going to Disney World to go and play. It's just pure <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> Alright guys, that's the show. My name is Ale. Don't forget to like our page. Don't forget to share and distribute our podcast on your social medias. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you again next week when we'll have a whole lot more to talk about. 
don't stop supporting sports. Have a good one, guys.